Welcome to episode 204 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am glad you are here with us. I am Adam. With us is Steve. Hello. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Casey's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> Please tell a friend. That's how we grow the show. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes. <laughs> yes. Katie and Kelsey, welcome back to the Can show. You know we went to high school in the 2000s. We're <laughs> <laughs> quoting Eminem. Ingrained in my brain forever. I'm just glad that I was not the only one that was already three steps ahead on that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm just glad they got it, they did it together. That's very good. <laughs> That's not they, the first time no. either. <laughs> they are Casey. I like synchronicity. <laughs> I can't probably spell synchronicity. That's fine. Just look up at a police. Just look up what? The just police. Look, yeah, the police. Mm-hmm. That's their album. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. See, I went even older. Is there a man in a suitcase on that one? I don't know. Uh, that might be a man in a box. Nope. That's no, Allison Chains. That's Aww. Allison Chains. Man in a suitcase is the police. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That one stung too much. Okay. okay. Moving along. This is a classic episode where we get to go back and talk about a specific style of beer. It has been way too long since we have done that. And not only that, it has been way too long since we've had four people sitting around a table and looking at each other and drinking the same beer at the same time. Weren't there four of you last week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Those were guests. Those were guests. They, <laughs> they were great. He, he means his table. His, my his table. table. Okay. My okay. Table. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fine. Okay. I was like, wait a second. Oh, also one of you wasn't drinking. Somebody, what? Huh? Last week wasn't somebody gluten-free. They weren't drinking the beer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lisa is gluten-free. Yeah. Yes. If you go back to episode 203, that was with Lincoln Avenue Brewery. and uh, I'm yes. going there Friday. Ooh, excellent. Oh. Nice. But it's not one of the pre-approved sandwich days. I'm not eating sandwiches. Tuesdays is Rubens. I don't Wednesdays like Rubens. is hamburgers. And Thursdays is tacos. Tacos, which is Mexican sandwiches. Oh, okay. So it's we're, true. we're dying on that hill then. Yep. Sure. Back to that. Okay. Absolutely. Just checking. Yes. Right. Yes. Forever and always. <laughs> Noted. I'm going to write it down. Anyways, this is our coach episode. Yay. I doubt you can get this beer at a bodega. Yes, I Probably doubt not. it as well. <laughs> But yes, we have coaches this episode. We're going back to the absolute classics. This is a very old style, old world beer. I am here for it. None of that IPA stuff. None of those sours. None of that stuff. Straight down the middle, Kosh. Let's make it happen. Definitely drink IPAs in your absence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crushed them. And I got some chats to have with you people afterwards. <laughs> what do I do? Oh, yeah, what I do? You complimented my haircut, and I appreciated it. I mean, it does look nice. Yeah. Well, thank you. Timing thank was weird, but okay. Yeah, I know. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. So, Steve, what is the first beer we're going to try on this Kosh episode, this Kosh episode? Yes, so this episode we're going to try three different levels of Kolsch's. We're going to try an actual Kolsch. We're going to try a Kolsch style from America. And then we're going to try something that's a little out of the bounds of regular Kolsch. For those who may or may not remember, we've done an episode in the past explaining exactly what a Kolsch is. But specifically, Kolsch is a style of beer brewed only in Cologne, Germany. That place is awesome. I want to go. Go there. I heard it smells nice. 
Wow. Um, No, actually, it doesn't. (laughs) But much like the tequila of Mexico and the champagne of France, if it's made outside of those areas, then it actually isn't considered what it says it is. It has to be Koch style. It has to be uh, sparkling bubble water. It has to be Mezcal, but no. This beer is directly from Cologne, Germany, and it is the Reichdorf Kolsch, and it comes from the private Brau. <laughs> Fucking that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak the German, uh, but yeah, the private brewery Heinrich Reichdorf. Uh, 4.8 ABV, 21 on the IBUs, and it is brewed in adherence with a Reinheitsgebot. As one would expect. Yes. It says that on the label. So, yeah, you have to expect it. Here for us to drink, to try an actual Kolsch. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. So, looking at this Kolsch, it's completely transparent. You can see through to the other side. It's Kolsch. What a fun thing. Very clear. That is one of the most (laughs) clear beers we have had on the show. I can see my fingerprints. In a very long time. I like it. Yeah. I, I dig it. Definitely filtered. Definitely not from America. <laughs> Definitely not from America. <laughs> is it filtered or is it just really well crafted? Sure, both. Yes. yes. <laughs> sure, both. It smells like beer. It smells yeah. like beer. Yeah. Beer scented beer. A little sweet on the nose, but. Mm, a little sweet. A little sweet. Not like caramelly, just something, I don't mm-hmm. know, sugary. But a sweet coming down to Boston. What just happened? I don't know. Diet Dr. Pepper. Are you not familiar with the ad campaign with Little Sweet? I thought you said bittersweet, not no, little sweet. A little sweet. A, I don't know who or what that is. B, I don't know the last time I saw a commercial. Oh, I'm getting flexed on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for sitting around a table with a bunch of cord cutters. Oh, no. I mean, I have Hulu and it still has I ads. The cord yet. It's just like very good at dissociating at that exact moment. Understood. <laughs> well, get on get on the YouTube. Check out some uh, Diet Dr. Pepper commercials featuring no. little sweet. Nope. And, uh, <laughs> no. You'll get caught up. No. <laughs> I'm really into my avoid the noid shit right now. I'm just glad it came back. That one I've seen. Classic. Classic. And speaking of classics, this beer is really good. Yeah, yeah, actually, for really for good. what it's supposed yeah. to be and in general. It's crisp. It is crisp. It's not as supposed to be. This is the 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 standard. This yeah. is what others should be measured against. We're just used to piss water. Yeah. True. This is what others are supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> and it is. I can drink Kolsch in Germany all day, every day. Mm. And I hear, no, <laughs> nope. no, thank you. Just out of curiosity, where did you uh, obtain this? Good question. Oh. I can tell you, you can actually get it at House of Brews, but that's not where I bought it. JR's? Mm. Okay. Not JR's either. Vintage? I believe this vintage. Yeah. <laughs> I believe this was a vintage. Well, I mean,. We're only going to have one more option after that, and I don't think you got it at Creekside. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might surprise you. Maybe I found it like West Virginia or something. Who knows? I <laughs> feel like that would have been noteworthy in and of itself. Well, yeah, I probably yeah. would have remembered. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I found a new new West Virginia <laughs> spot. <laughs> yeah. I found a West Virginia spot, and they do imports. <laughs> Horde. <laughs> That'd be the day. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it exists. They don't do beer very well. Mm. They got vaccinations down like a yeah, champ, they but they yeah, don't do they beer well. They got vaccinations like a motherfucker. They also got that fat bulldog, and they're like, come on, do it for baby dog. What? what? You didn't see that video? What the hell are you talking no. about? Uh, the governor uh, got on the airwaves, I don't of whatever you want to call it. Definitely he was a video on Twitter. Okay. But he has a fat-ass bulldog. 
and he's he was on there encouraging people, and I believe they're holding some sort of lottery similar to the way Ohio, all right, had a, a lottery to mm-hmm. uh, you know if you got vaccinated, you could possibly win a million dollars or some shit. Yeah, I definitely got vaccinated too soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a real bummer. <laughs> but uh, goddamn being alive <laughs> <laughs> tricked us. Uh, well, it's also still Pennsylvania has done nothing for us. They just expect us to do it. They're not incentivizing us. No, but to be fair, over 70% of available, uh, participants have gotten at least one shot in Pennsylvania. So they haven't really needed to. And that's why they're not going to. We're not going to get that. That actually is the incentive. If all of Pennsylvania, if we hit 70%, the governor's just masks gone, Mm -hmm. period. You can go back to fucking about, but, uh, yeah, back to, uh, yeah, he has a fat ass Bulldog. 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 Yeah, the governor of West Virginia has a fat ass bulldog, and it's named it's named Baby Dog. <laughs> this and actually he, makes me really happy. That's I love a this. Terrible fucking name, so but I love much. it. Yeah, it's terrible. But then he's just holding it, and he's like, "Come on, everybody, we need you to get out there, and get vaccinated, and you know, get out there, and do it for Baby Dog." And then they zoom in close on the dog's face, and it's all just wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> they need to look this video up later just to see that dog. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent for it's animals having people names, but baby dog is. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, I got a cat named Phil, so. Our friends named their dog Gary. Perfect. Yes. That's awesome. Gary. Yeah. Gary's adorable. And if Gary could enjoy beer, he'd probably really enjoy this beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But dogs don't like beer because they're not supposed to have beer. Not supposed oh, to. Oh, they like beer. They're not supposed to. Not supposed to have it. Oh. That's why... Was it Budweiser came out with the dog beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't even like beer beer. No, there's it was a lot of like, them now. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like food. It was like chicken broth in a can. But yeah, that's fine too. <laughs> if you want to spend that much on chicken broth we for your covered dog. That. Yeah, we did. I do believe we did, yes. We definitely did. Yes. Speaking of other things we'll cover, this week we've got other news notes and neat to cover. A little bit. So Ooh, we don't have boy. to talk about old dog beers from Bush and AB and Beth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I forgot Bush existed until just now. Okay. Well, there's still <laughs> a lot. It's a thing. <laughs> there's a few things I forget exist. Yeah. Well. That, the Rams. I always forget the Rams exist. Do you know what city they're in currently? <laughs> I think Los Angeles. Yes, they Correct. are. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, we, we got news. Actual beer news. Yeah. News. Let's do it. Full pints back, everybody. <gasps> yeah. That is official news now. Yes, yeah, so that's official news, and it's officially true. And just like over last weekend, over Memorial Day weekend, they started selling their beers. Mm. It was almost like they, they threw some teasers out there like, hey, we might have something by Labor Day. And all of a sudden, oh, I got a bunch of beer for you now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew they were coming. I so, did not know the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knew the time frame. <laughs> <laughs> a few people knew the time frame, but it wasn't us. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, our, our friend uh, Bobby Nacho, though, he's been brewing with uh, Full Pint. Is that where he went? That's where Bobby Nacho went. He Bobby. was real like cryptic about it. Yeah. That makes sense now. <laughs> Good yeah. for him. Yeah. He, Bobby Nacho, constant transient brewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we first met him as a home brewer, and then he went to 412 for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, left before that uh, whole uh, changeover happened. And he would been working at Couch for a minute, then 412 sold to the new owners. But uh, yeah, he had also recently left Couch to help revitalize the full pint brand. That's awesome. Good for him. Nice. Agreed. We we wish him the best in his endeavors. Yes. We'll know he do he will do well. Of course he will. But uh, if you want to help 
wish Bobby Nacho the best, you can head up to Warrendale, where the new location is, and you can get one of the three or all three of the new offerings they have from Full Point. So the new location in Warrendale, is that a tap house as well, or is that just sort of a distribution I'm, point? I think it's a distribution point. I'm not very clear what's going on. I wasn't very clear either. It seems like you can go in and buy, but it wasn't very much like, uh, here, come in, sit down, have a, have a pint with us. You can come in and then get right back out. Yeah. Somebody right. tell me where Warrendale is. Wexford. It's oh. north of Wexford, mm-hmm. south of Cranberry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh they are bringing back two of the OG uh, classic full pint flavors that people loved. Yeah. They have the White Lightning. Yes. yes. White Belgian. And uh, they are also bringing back the Chinooki. Yay. Yay. I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to buy one for Adam. Oh, and do what with it? <laughs> Make it drink. <laughs> Watch you drink it. You know what? I, I, to celebrate full pint coming back, I will drink it. Yay. All right. I will drink one of them. This is new Chinooki. You have to try to see if you like yeah. it. Or not. Yeah, because you <laughs> see, could. This is true. I am willing to accept, a, you know, a new Chinooki at least once. It's seven years from now, he's yeah, going to love IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, like, people saying that seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> all the new cells and all new taste buds and everything. Every seven years, you're going to love them. Oh, no, thank you. You have a brand Wait new tongue. <laughs> a brand new tongue. Yeah. Give it seven years. <laughs> the, uh, the, they have another offering, which is, appears to be a brand new recipe, uh, which is a hazy IPA called Clearly Cloudy. <laughs> How is cloudy spelled? Not, cloud, not cloudy like... Uh, it's not Pittsburghese? Not Yinzard. Oh, okay. No, no A-W? No, no, no A-H. No A-W. <laughs> okay. I'll save that for sweeps. Missed opportunity. I believe somebody else produces a cloudy beer, and I believe it's East End. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. well, I smell collaboration. That's why That's why they can't use it. That's, <laughs> can't steal from East End like that. East End's too nice. Don't yes. do that to East End. That's right. They're good people. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, uh, yeah, uh, brand new full pints out selling, and two phrases also selling. Yes, they are. Actually, uh, had an opportunity to go down there last week, uh, pick up some beverages, uh, very nice space down there in Garfield. Uh, they do not have on-site sales and consumption right now. It's just on-site sales, and then get the fudge back out, but in a very nice way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but word on the street is by the end of June, uh, they will have on-site consumption ready to go. That's uh, going to be a nice little crawl from two phrase to trace. Mm-hmm. And then take a quick Uber down to Lawrenceville, mm-hmm. and then get turnt. <laughs> Turn at Centerlands. Centerlands, 11th yep. hour, yeah. roundabout. Yeah. Let's yeah. Hot farm. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. <clears throat> Currently, two phrases offering an egg for you to politely put in your shoe and beat it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they do have a very nice space. They have a nice little beer garden right next door as well, uh, which I think would be great to just sit there and just watch the traffic and the world go by. Hmm. So I look forward to going there and having a couple of beers and forgetting about the world for a bit. Do you know if it's going to be bring your own food or are they going to have food and snack options? I don't know. Because hmm. like know. spork pits down that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, if I had to guess, I don't believe they have a kitchen. Okay. So BYOF. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it might be BYOF uh, for All now. All right. Well. I could be wrong. Katie, can you move your phone? Yeah. What? could also be marked. It's not mine. Mine's on silent. Oh, okay. Now we're picking it, it up interference from... On, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's on silent. Oh. Yeah. It's just... Gotcha. It's okay. just the actual EMF running through it, because mm-hmm. mine's on silent and that 
Run yeah. silent, run I deep. I think it was mine that was actually doing it. Oh. Okay. I was going to say, my phone's always right there. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I, I look forward to going there and having a beer on site, getting to know them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. 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 And maybe we'll get to know them a little better in the episode. Ooh. Easy weezy. Hints. Yes. Uh, nudge, nudge. Yes. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Stay know what I mean? Know what I mean? Say no more. <laughs> it, <laughs> I think you do. All right. Would anybody like to hear some poop news? I do. Poop news? Poop, poop news. news. Bad news or news about poop? News about poop. Give me that doo-doo dirt. Yeah, all uh, right. So there is a new study. Uh, it was found on studyfinds.org by the Nieker Basque Institute for Agricultural Research and Development in Spain. Uh, and they have been trying to find uh, organic and natural ways to reduce uh, parasitic losses on crops. And they came across a very interesting combination of materials that they can use to reduce crop loss. Uh, they found out that if you combine manure with either spent grains or rapeseed cake, that it will actually provide a very high uh, nitrogen content for the soil. And what that will do is that will help break down the organic material and it will kill off nematodes, which nematodes are parasites that will destroy the root ball of your crop and basically destroy the plant. So they found that if you use just a regular fertilizer or a chemical fertilizer, that it does not work nearly as well as spent grains and poop mixed together. Fascinating. Yes. So that's the straight who thinks poop. of this stuff? Board scientists? Oh my goodness. People who have time to just try shit and they go... Pun intended? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what if we put this and this together? Oh, that didn't work. I mean, that would be a total Penn State thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Would, be, that, yeah. Would, that would be news I would expect coming out of Happy Valley. Sure. Yeah. But if this is all things that like... You hear about the things that work, but you got to think of all the things that don't work. All mm-hmm. the times they tried... Well, what about coconut shells? Okay, coconut shells don't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> what about... <laughs> they just got a big, giant whiteboard full of things crossed off. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they got to spent grains and poop. Right. <laughs> and it was a winner. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we didn't waste th- all this money. <laughs> Do you think that poop was their constant then? Poop was definitely the constant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, manure is a very good fertilizer yes. for all crops. Yeah. And you got to do something with it. Yeah. So... Yeah. You know, they probably didn't want to investigate which poops works best. Correct. So, yeah. So it was probably just regular cow poop and they decided we'll keep that as our constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the extra fancy cow poop. Right. Right. None or of that Kobe poop. beef poop. Yeah. Nah, no, no, no horse poops. No pig poops. Just cow poop. Definitely cow not poops. pig poops. Yeah. No. Pig are gross. So <laughs> gross. But yes. Uh, so if you are a home brewer and, uh, you have a bunch of spent grains and you're looking to find a way to uh, get rid of your nematodes. Mix it with some poop. Cow poop, we assume. Not your own. Manure. 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 Yeah. Mix it with some manure. Get rid of your nematodes. Fresh oh. manure. Mm-hmm. And also it's just good, like high nitrogen is good for the soil to begin with. Yes, it yeah. is. If you're like composting, you could just put it all together. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You do that too. So it's not just for feeding animals. It's yeah. for helping plants. You can feed the animals the spent grains and then they'll poop, but then you mix their poop with other spent grains. Wow. Damn. And it goes round and round. Yeah. 
crazy. It's a circle of lies. There it is. There you are. waiting for You're welcome. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, I'm not going to steal this moment for him. Thank you. I was no. ramping up to that. I knew it was yeah. coming. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. You're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome, <laughs> So there you go. That's all I got to know. If you want to find out more, uh, go to the Frontiers in Sustainable Food Systems Journal. They got more information there. I'm not, I wasn't going to get too deep into weeds on that one because there's really no need to. I'm just happy that we have found another use for spent grains and manure. Killing them nematodes. Cycle and reuse. Mm-hmm. Isn't Lincoln Ave using them for like cakes and stuff? Lincoln Ave is using them for Lincoln. waffles. They're selling them for chicken feed. They're Yeah, I would just rather have waffles and cakes and cookies than poop. You can do that. Well, you eventually will have poop from that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, right. Your poop. I'm not gonna like <laughs> use that for anything though. Well, you're. Not I don't a, know you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a soybean Please plant. Rest assured. <laughs> Maybe I, mean, I could identify as a soybean plant. You don't know. This is true. Maybe she's got true. a mushroom farm. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Listen, we'd all be giggling our fucking heads off right now if I had a mushroom farm. <laughs> Welcome to Microdose USA. <laughs> Uh, so yes, that's uh, that's my poop news. Cool. Does anybody else have anything? I got poop news. All right. Oh, What's your poop news? Sake. New Balance and Miller Lite have come out with a shoe koozie. Man. No. Yes. What? Is oh, it yeah. the dad shoe? Is it the 623? Mm-hmm. It's the dad shoe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do you know the style number of the dad shoe? Girl. <laughs> I just do. Okay. <laughs> Job hazard. Job hazard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Code. <laughs> it's the Nike Era Monarch and the New Balance 623, the dad shoes. <laughs> wow. Should be I sold. believe there's a Fila one, too. Oh, Is sure. there? Do they still yeah. make Fila's? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Oh. Yeah. They've got oh, some yeah. fat sold Fila's yeah. out there right Damn. now. Fila's are for the Slavs. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fila and Adidas. Man, aren't those both Italian brands? Yeah, but that's what a Slavs love. Adidas is German, I think. Is it? Adidas and Puma are both German because they were actually started by brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Okay, but yeah, Adidas and Fila are definitely Slav brands. I have a sick amount of Adidas gear. See, I always thought that Fila went the way of LA gear. Or it just sort of went away in the no. 90s? Well, no, it's back. Everything's back. Were those the original ones that lit up? (laughs) Champion never left. Which one's lit up? DK Knights? Is that what it was? I don't know. <laughs> LA, no, I think LA, LA Gear did. I think that was the original yeah. light up. I think that LA Gears right. did light up. Yeah. That uh, sounds right. Which one had the, the the tongue you pumped up? No, that was the Reebok. That was the Reebok. Yeah. Reebok pumps. Yeah. Yeah. Pump, pump, pump Some fucking 19-year-old's listening to this shit like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, right. We inflated our shoes as we wore them. Uphill both ways in the Lord, snow. I don't know why. Why did we Fashion. do that? Fashion. Fashion. Yeah. Fashion. That way my high tops didn't fall off on the way between classes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can see that. Wait, I can see that. Me awesome. rocking my high tops? Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. With that and the baggy clothes, we were comfy. Mm-hmm. Yes. We had that going on. Yeah. Oversized starter jackets. Yes, we were very. We yes. were a very comfortable generation. Yeah. We don't fuck around. And Jinko's where you could steal a keyboard. <laughs> without a problem that. or a skateboard <laughs> that shit's or coming back i definitely bought a pair of really baggy jeans like didn't know they were gonna be that baggy they were and i was like hmm yeah well it's all the it's the tiktok generation getting on all of the millennials mm-hmm. being like skinny jeans are out side parts are out 
They need to it's, tell them to stop trying to steal our stays. Yeah. It's all about middle parts and wide leg baggy jeans. Yeah, wow. these little shits don't know nothing about that latchkey life, okay? <laughs> Go away, kids. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> if puka shell necklaces come back, I'm out. I'm on supervised. I think there's areas where they never left. Yeah, there are definitely yeah. areas There's where definitely parts of California and Florida where that, in South yeah, Carolina, where that was just like, in. you just did it. I, I thought anything coastal. Just from, yeah, yeah. From a little, little shark Carol- tooth in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That seems that seems more Hawaiian, but pretty much anything from North Carolina all the way around back to California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if yeah. you're touching the ocean, you had puka shells. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, New Mexico, you're out. Uh-huh. Not for them. <laughs> They're in the turquoise. That's true. Be. Yeah, <laughs> they got their own thing. Yeah, they got their own thing going. Good for them. Let them yeah. have their turquoise. Don't bother them. <laughs> all right. So, so back to this beer shoe koozie. Yeah. It looks like they just cut off the heel of one 623 and glued it to the heel of another 623, and then you put your Miller Lite in it. This makes me sad. Where can one pick up such an item? Don't know. Don't care. Okay. Because <laughs> Father's Day is right around the corner. That's why they released it. My dad would get mad at me if I bought him that. <laughs> you can you can look it up and buy it on your own accord. I could not give less of a fart. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just telling you it's out there. <laughs> less of a fart. A fartlet. There's yeah. a turn of phrase. It's called, I'm not going to squeeze for it. I'm not going to squeeze the for shoesy. it? Yeah. The shoesy. Yeah. The shoesy. I'm sorry. It's Oh, it's from a 624, not a 623. Oh. I wouldn't know better. Mm. I wear Nikes and Converse and Ralph Lauren. The shoesy.com, <laughs> in case y'all were wondering. Ew. <laughs> releases in 18 days, 14 hours, 5 minutes, and a countdown on the seconds. What? It released? So it, not fucking with you. So what? It releases on... <laughs> Is that on Father's Day? I suppose Day so. Day before. Oh, what the hell? As of as of recording. Oh, it's a sweepstakes. You want to do the math? <laughs> Wait, it's a Wait, sweepstakes. The sweepstakes. Oh. Yeah. To win a shoesy. <laughs> what a prize! It starts at sucks. It starts on Father's Day. On <laughs> Father's Day kid. at nine a.m. and runs for twelve hours. Oh, good gravy. The shoesy giveaway. Or you I just re- invest in a pair. What I really respect is they're not charging people money for this thing. <laughs> people would pay. Probably, People yeah. would pay. They, they got to see what engagement is on this before they do a, a, a run beyond the initial one. Uh, wow. I hate that you're right. I hope Kanye makes a shoesy. Wouldn't that be a sheezy? Could be a sheezy. Could be a yoozy. I'd like off the How planet, please. Huh? A beezy? A, a beezy. Could be a beezy. Could be it could be a beezy yuzy. All right. Um, how about a kosh? No, no. Oh. Not kosh. <laughs> that was pretty good actually. Five minute abs? No. <laughs> Six minute abs. <laughs> oh my. Do we have any other news notes and or needs no. to chat about? No. I didn't bring anything this week. Okay. <laughs> no way. We're still friends. I yeah. forgot. We're still friends. Sorry. All good. Might be. It's not your fault because I didn't ask for it either. That's right. But yes, I will ask for your final thoughts on the skull from the Reichdorf. I liked it. So did I. I liked it more than I expected to. Mm -hmm. It had a lot more flavor than I expected it to. Honestly, it was was pretty good. I enjoyed it. You were right that it had a a little bit of extra, not extra sweetness, but a touch more sweetness than I was expecting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was really good. I really like having a clear beer again. Whatever. Clear beer here. <laughs> Clear beer here. Clear beer here. Um, yeah, it was refreshing. I liked it. It was. Yeah, like Katie said earlier, drink those all day. Yeah. In Germany. 
Doesn't have to be, but yes. Not saying I've done that, but I've done that. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anymore because now we're importing it. That's <laughs> true. Before, That's it true. did have to be. Uh, but yeah, no, it is really refreshing. It, it it was surprisingly a little bit more sweet than I was expecting, but it's not like candy or it's no. It's hard. It's it's hard when we drink the amount of fucking candy garbage on this show that we do. <laughs> it's hard to explain well, when a beer is sweeter. <laughs> yes, than you expect. But yeah, yeah, it's just a little bit, a little bit sweet, a little, and it's got a little bit of that biscuitiness to it. But yeah, it's it's just finishes nice and clean. It's a good drinking beer. Good for Germany. I hope you're proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of them too. Keep up the good work. Yeah. You're on the right track, Germany, with this whole beer thing. Yeah. And the whole highways without speed limits thing. Yes. And the whole solar energy thing. This whole four and ingredient <laughs> silliness that you're getting into. The whole clean water thing. Deutschland. Respect. God. Respect. They're so much smarter than us. Let's not <laughs> look. They were fucking about not too long ago. Let's it's true. not give them That's true. <laughs> too much praise. Listen, you're going to come across bad. <laughs> they they saw Nazis as a problem and made it illegal. They did make it illegal. They're doing stuff better than us. Steve. I understand. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. But at the same time, you're still in America, Katie, and we're still at a table with four white people. You can't just be going <laughs> off saying how great Germany is. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> just saying. On that just saying, just note, gosh, I think it's time to end the segment. Fine, we'll be back. We'll be it's right back with a new beer. Hurrah! I don't know what it's going to be. Messages from Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> no, a message by Adam for Dennis. That's right. I thought I said messages for Dennis. I don't know. Let me Whatever. know. Look, it's not listen to the him. thing that plays after I heard this. From, yeah. I heard back. from Dennis. Whatever. <laughs> You'll hear me next. There you go. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is still the Hop Nation USA podcast. We are here. We are talking beer styles. We're coaching it up, and it's awesome. I'm here. Steve's here. Casey's uh. here. What? I said hurrah. Oh, okay. I thought oh. you said. Oh, I said oh. Yeah. I thought you were like insinuating that you're not here. Yeah. No, I, said, I was like, you're, I see then. you. I said hurrah. Yes. I can touch you. Don't touch me. <gasps> not touching Do you. It, I'm not touching you. I'm Do not it. touching you. Is your shirt soft though? For real? Yeah. Like, that no, looks like a very it soft really shirt. It really soft. I'm not going to touch you. It's kind of. Oh, it is kind of soft. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's kind of. See the softer side of Steve. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now he's going to listen to some cattle decap on the way home. That's right. So. You're going to make me listen to Behemoth trying to <laughs> see the softer side of me. Uh, yes. What are so, we drinking? So yeah. We are drinking a new offering from the newest brewery here in Pittsburgh. Two phrase. Oh, one How? of the newest. Well, they're opening at an alarming rate. They really, <laughs> they really are. are. Really are. As of this recording, they are the newest that I know of. 
Well, I, I, I just don't know where they fall because we already talked about uh, uh, Full Pint is back. That's not new. But it's back. <laughs> full Pint 2.0. It's Full Pint 2.0 and clearly uh-huh. cloudy and they're in a new building. So that's new. But then there's also Necromancer. That's yeah. new. Uh, new. Ah, touche on the Necromancer. I'll give yes. you that. I'm not giving you Full Pint. What is yeah. full So uh, we'll, we'll call it a, uh, a tie between Necromancer and Two Phrase. Okay. Because... I have a hunch they both make good beers. Yeah. And they both were selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Air to weekend. So they're dealing. Yeah. They're yeah, wheeling. They're, they're dealing. And the one that we got here from two phrase is. Is it a Kolsch? It is. Is it a Kolsch? Actually, style? no. It is a Kolsch style. Thank you, Kelsey. This oh. is their together. Correction. Better. Together better. Together better. Yes. Together. Not better together like I've been saying all weekend. That's since I picked this up last Friday. But uh, it is the Together Better. This is a Kolsch-style ale with 4.5% ABV. No idea on the IBUs. I'm saying it's low because it's a Kolsch. Want to say fitting? Sure. I will say less than 20. Yes. I believe is a safe range to play in. Okay, Duke. So let's let's get this thing uh, saddled up. Mm -hmm. Let's get it out on the range. Mm -hmm. Let's try it out. Okay. Okay. So we have this two phrase. Coach, the together better. Yeah. Uh, I will say it's a bit darker than what we had from across the pond. It's a little cloudier, too. It yeah. is a touch cloudier it's not as cloudy, well. cloudy. It's just cloudier. Right, right. right. It yeah. is still comparatively very, very clear. I can still see my finger very clearly on the other side of the glass. Yes. Yes. So it definitely hits the, the clear style, but uh, it's not quite as clear as what we were getting from Germany. Still a good looking beer. It yeah. has a sweet, same sweetness, but it's not as strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. almost something a little bit bitter on the nose. Yeah, it's it's not quite as sweet, but there is a little bit of sweet. Yeah. Yes. Which, again, comparatively different <laughs> from when you smell just a, a, a rank-ass stout that's full of <laughs> marshmallow and whatever. Just desserts. Yeah, that's a very different sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is not a dessert sweet. This is a, a natural sweet. Yes. There's something on the back there. It's sweet going down, but what the hell is on my tongue? My tongue feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I know what you're saying. What yeah. is that? There's like, there is a residue. It could be a hop residue Possibly. that you're not expecting. Yeah. And I and I don't know what hops they've used in this. Uh, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess it's some sort of noble hop. Mm-hmm. So it could be a holler towel. That was my guess as well. Um, Come on, say it. No, don't fucking that's it. not a noble hop. I don't care. Do <laughs> I don't know what kind of hop it's that is. It's your fucking favorite. You say it. <laughs> it's Fuggle. Everybody knows it's Fuggle. I don't think. Don't think it's Fuggle. I don't. Is that even a noble hop? If, I don't know that it is. What is it? What is the etymology of the Fuggle hop? Listen, we're getting into deep dive information. That I don't know. <laughs> I'm giving you homework for like the next episode or two. Figure out where the hell Fuggles come from because in my mind, it sounds like a British hop. It really does. It's like, oh, they're touching a fuggle, wouldn't it? Suddenly, we've gone on a Muppet adventure. Yeah. <laughs> you figured out. What makes a fuggle? Yeah. Oh, uh, what makes a fuggle? <laughs> Down in Fuggle Rock. Boop, boop. <laughs> that, what, that's what goes through my head anytime <laughs> I hear the word fuggle. There was this kid wearing a harness and a hard hat the other day at work, and I started dying and laughing. Like, Did you call him a dozer? Like, what is so funny? And I was like, look at this kid. He looks like a dozer. Yes. And like, of the 10 of us, five were laughing. The age gap was just glaringly obvious. I was like, oh. <laughs> what do I look like? Nothing. Shut Nothing. up. You're 20. <laughs> 
called him a dozer, and then he took it very offensive. <laughs> he didn't understand what you were saying. I showed him a picture of a dozer. He, it did not okay. go over any better. <laughs> Good, as long as, you, oh, like as long as you let him know, <laughs> this is you. You see this? This is you. But all in all, I, I like the beer that they got going here, the Coast Style Ale. Yeah. I like what Two Phrase is doing here. Yeah. I, I'm pretty convinced that that's, that's a little bit of a hop residue on the back end mm-hmm. that you get. I'm thinking it's, yeah. I'm thinking it might be some dis- European hop. It dissipates after a minute or so, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is not intrusive. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to go from so sweet up front to that mm-hmm. not yeah. so yeah. sweet, but sweet in general. Just like Ooh, eh? yeah, but it's not it's not citrusy and it's not no, it's definitely not. It's not piney, so it's not yeah. like a Chinook or a Simcoe hop. If it was piney, I'd be mad. Same. I mean, I like piney hops, <laughs> but like not here. <laughs> right. I no, get you. Know your place. I get you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe we ask two phrase at one point. Perhaps we will. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. Learn me. Yeah. But yeah, good beer. Yes. Yeah. I, and especially for something that's right out of the gate. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is this is yeah. literally day one beer. Yeah. Well, I mean, two phrase, they do have pedigree behind them. They're, they're, the people behind two phrase have been brewing for a minute. They have. But looking at, you know, it's a new system. Right. New situation, new building and all that stuff. All of that stuff, you know. New water profile. Yes. Yeah. Everything, you know, from 30,000 foot view. Yes, it's all the same. In reality, it's not. All right. Let's find a way know. into this. <laughs> yeah. There's no easy way to ease into this no. conversation, is there? Yeah. All right. Men made this mess, so why don't you guys go ahead? Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so over the past couple of weeks, uh, we have not talked about it, but we weren't avoiding it. It just happened at inopportune times. But uh, the outpouring and flooding of accusations of sexism within the craft beer industry. I'm just going to go ahead and say it counts. Accusations give the implication that they're not true, and I'm betting they are. You can say that, but I think as just we can't say that. From a legality standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> I think we still have to say accusations, so us as entities who are not part of an LLC and just people that could get sued. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> allegedly. Yes. By allegedly. Allegedly. We're not disagreeing with your statement. Allegedly. There, there are a lot of accusations of things that allegedly happened within the craft beer industry, but the, the evidence, uh, the amount is just overwhelming in some cases. And the fact that there has been action taken since, obvious that there are some problems within a lot of breweries. To just step back for the context of how everything went down, in May 11th, Brian Allen who is the production manager at Notch Brewing, she began offering her Instagram as a way for people to bring to light different uh, allegations and different stories of sexism within the beer industry. And she wound up just getting thousands upon thousands of stories. Like it's gone all the way from starting, you know, if we start at May 11th, it still goes on today as of recording, which is June 1st. Yes. Yeah. And she's just been absolutely flooded. Yeah. And it is, oh boy. It's a lot and it's embarrassing and it's upsetting and it's a lot of things. It's a lot of rage. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, It went so far that uh, there's even an account now that is 
dedicated to this run by a group of anonymous, anonymous women on Instagram, but it's to help take off the, the weight off of Brienne's shoulders. Um, just because we've seen, we've seen other social media people, you know, like it, it's a lot for yes. them to take and collate all of this. No one person should have to bear that burden. Right. Uh, but if you, if you have stories that you want to continue to post, uh, Check out the Instagram at Emboldened Act Advance. They, you know, that's more of a group effort, and it's meant to help kind of uh, take the stories off uh, branch shoulders, as well as they have theirs collated into like by state and by region. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> like you got to collate it like that. Yeah. Uh, as of as of recording, I did not see a PA section mm -hmm. although there is a lot of problems with npa that yes. were highlighted in the original uh, outpouring so yeah I, I will say that uh through through our our research that we've gone through we have not seen anything from a pittsburgh-based brewery no however <laughs> I, I would not a be surprised just because of the prevalence and b there is a whole other layer to the beer industry that doesn't get as much front-facing uh, coverage. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to burn anybody, um, but in uh, one of the female-only um, Facebook beer groups, mm -hmm. friend, friends of the show have definitely been laid out okay. for, for their own actions. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I Like I said, I... And we're not part of that because we're not female, so yeah, we can't. Right. We don't have access to those groups. But like I said, I wouldn't be They're surprised. They're really nice because there's no dirty glass mafia. Oh, <laughs> that's don't pretty. recommend. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have. I have another group, and it's just all memes and sandwiches and fat cats. Mm -hmm. But I can't name it either. So I just avoid yeah. social media as a as an entity. There's that in general. Yeah. You can do those things as well. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, nothing. We hadn't seen it, and maybe it's buried within the thousands. But as Katie just said, you know, there is obviously the prevalence yeah. throughout the industry, and it doesn't not affect uh, Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And the other layer that I was getting to is that there's also the layer of distributors. That, that, yeah, they're yeah. just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, yeah. just as bad, if not worse. I because think they feel unaccountable because they don't work for the company directly. So it's mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah, they don't work for the company directly, and they don't have the same front-facing uh, you know, the presence that yeah. the breweries do. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there's all the things outer lying. I mean, we even saw uh, the one distributor that's in the Cranberry area. Oh. <laughs> that had some unkind signage. That, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So no tact at all. Yeah. No. That that made me so mad. Yeah. So yeah. That is the one thing. There's a lot in these accounts. It's not exclusively um targeting women. There's a lot against people of color mm -hmm. and uh in the LGBTQ plus community yep. also. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, which and that was part of what was coming like we saw that last summer when the Black is Beautiful beer became an initiative. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of breweries take like shitty, shitty stances. Yeah. With, you know, coming out against Black Lives Matter and the Black Black is Beautiful beer. Mm -hmm. And we saw a lot of shitty takes from that. And again, this just roll it, it just rolls on 
into this year where we're seeing everything come out. And yeah, it's a, uh, it's bad and it's embarrassing, but uh, it has to be done because it, it, otherwise it doesn't get done. Right. If it's not brought to light, then it'll just continue to fester. Yeah. 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 So uh, we specifically had Katie and Kelsey. Damn words. Casey, Katie, and Kelsey. All three of them. All three of them. All three of them. We had all three of them on this show because it would feel stupid to have just Adam and I talking about that. But I'm just going to give the two of you your opportunity to say whatever you feel like if you have any stories or. I don't feel like it's stupid for you guys to talk about it. I mean, honestly, normalizing the conversation among men is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, absolutely. I think that's a good jumping off point. you know what I mean? Just because, like, like, the whole stigma that goes behind locker room talk, and if you have that one person that's willing to say, like, hey, man, that's not cool, like, it shuts it down. Yeah. It really does. Nobody wants to be ostracized. So if you have a guy who's willing to shut it down, because, I mean, that's the one thing that we're learning here, if nothing else, is that if a female says something about it, then it's, ignore her. What the hell does she know? She's emotional. She's, yeah, you know. Exactly. Hysterical. She doesn't, it's not credible if she's saying it. Uh, it's a time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> You're still alive. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's just. It, we should normalize the conversation amongst everybody, not just women and men, not just women, but like men should just be able to have this conversation themselves, especially because like, I mean, I sat here and read some of these things before the show and like, obviously the viewers don't know or the listeners don't know, but like your faces were visibly repulsed. Like, yeah, you guys don't support this. No. You know what I mean? No. This is not who you are. So I think it also promotes allyship. Women should know yeah. like that there are good guys out there who are not okay with this, who, you know, don't support this, are repulsed by it and and would not defend somebody making these kinds of remarks. Yeah. And they're not going to stand up for it mm-hmm. if you're hearing it yeah. or seeing it. You're going to be able to say something. So see something, say something would be would be your advice back to us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um just just something like you mentioned, Katie, of like if a woman says something in a space, she usually gets ostracized and put out. I think and maybe it's just because of the way you know, Adam and I were raised in the groups we were raised in. If you said something as a as a male, you usually were just called gay and told to shut up. That's half the shit so, that's yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Shit on there. So, so yeah, I mean, no, I I, yeah. I understand what yeah. you're saying. Like, oh my god, you have emotions. If what a right. sissy, <laughs> yeah. loser. So I think, it, yeah, the uh, and the biggest problem we're seeing with a lot of these reports is it's like the owners and the CEOs and top brass in these companies that are yeah. perpetrating these yes. things. So it's harder for people to speak up. Yes, in those instances. Uh, but yeah, if you are somebody who's in charge and you have a place of power then you absolutely have to shut that shit down yeah instead of abusing it and just yeah. brushing it off and you know exclusifying the top ranks of your organization where it's like we're untouchable or like if you came to us with a you know a problem instead of having a proper hr department you are hr in some of these instances mm-hmm. so if you know this is being brought against one of your boys in that top tier level with you, it's, you know, it's so hard because they're just going to, it's just going to get swept under the rug or it's not going to get dealt with in the proper way. It's not going to be addressed properly. And I think what was interesting and important to see is that, you know, once, you know, 
breweries started opening up again, you know, it's right back to the sexism, the comments, the harassment. Yeah. You know, it was like day one, day two back in the brewery, you know, having to defend your place in this industry. Yeah. Which you should never have to do. But, you know, women have to every single day, no matter what industry they're in. Yeah. Sometimes. So and just, you know, the the space that was created online for all these women to finally be able to step forward and tell their story in an anonymous setting. You know, I think that was really empowering to see like that they were finally able to talk about it. Cause I read so many on the Instagram page. It was like, I haven't been able to tell anyone this. I haven't told my story. No one knew this until now, until you gave me a platform to say something. Yeah. Which just like broke my heart, like reading. Oh, I, I couldn't read most of oh. them. I mean, I went down like a deep rabbit hole reading it because I didn't realize what was happening until I saw a post from a brewery that was affected on Instagram. And I was like, what is going on? And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, let me backtrack to the start. Mm-hmm. And I went back to the start and it was like, oh my gosh, I just sat on my couch and I was just getting so angry and so sad and so upset to read all these stories and it's like, how can I be a better ally now to like, you know, yeah. a fellow female or, you know, how can I help out? Yeah. The biggest thing I think other women need to do is just check their internalized misogyny and yeah. and microaggressions really yeah. just cause like, I mean, cause you see it among women also. Oh, there was yeah. one comment actually that called out the uh, creator of this whole, yeah, you know, initiated this. Mm-hmm. And said that she once ridiculed another uh, employee for wearing a sundress and having a ribbon in her hair. Right. And it's like, well, what what you're wearing doesn't determine your knowledge of beer. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's insane. Yeah. And women, sometimes we go after other women and it's so petty. And it's yeah. just like, oh. But that's that's the system. I have to tear you down so that everybody else gives me the credibility that I've been trying to earn on my own. That's. It's shitty. The whole thing is just shitty. Mm. Being a woman is fucking exhausting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. Because I deal with this all the time at work because I'm a mechanic. So it's like I am female in a male-dominated industry and I get people that talk down to me. And it's just like, okay, well, you can keep going, but I know more than you. And it's just so, you know, uh, it's infuriating. I mean, it ha- and it happens. It's not just inside the industry either. Like, I remember very clearly sitting at a restaurant, minding my own business on a layover in Chicago, and I'm looking at the beer menu, and this guy, like, just completely unprompted, leaves his seat, walks over, and sits down next to me, and he was like, did you need help? I was like, no, no, I'm good. And he was like, all right, so um, so a stout's kind of like, and I'm like, I just said I don't need help. Like, what are you even doing? How deaf can you be? <laughs> but that happens all the fucking mm-hmm. time. Like, people, and like... I will usually give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Like if I'm staring at a list of local brews and I don't know what they are and I'm just looking at names, and not descriptors. Okay, fine. Maybe I'll listen to you. But like if you're just going to sit there and just like, I told you I don't need help. I told you I know what I'm doing. And the first thing out of your mouth is just completely disregarding that. And you decided that you've known more than me just based on looking at me like, get the fuck out. <laughs> just, no. Yeah, that's happened. Not in the beer realm, but like with, 
you know, bourbons and whiskeys. Like, you know, Oh you, yeah. I don't know anything see, about whiskey. You ask to see that menu and someone's <laughs> like next to you. It's like, Oh, do you need a recommendation? Like, and tries to give you something. Unless you're wait staff. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, Are you currently being paid to be yeah. here? It's like, no, I don't need your help. I know what I'm going to order. And then yeah. you spat off your order and then they're like, Oh, okay. And then it's like my order and how I say it shouldn't have to dictate yeah. how much I know about something. Oh yeah, for sure. And it kills me. I've had that happen where I'm just like, well, you know, I'm looking at scotch and like, all right, so, so you want to try this one? You want to try this bourbon? I'm like, I don't really like bourbon. Well, they're all the same. Okay. Now, now you don't count. Now Go you don't away. Count they're not. The fuck out of my face. <laughs> Your no. opinion is not wanted. No. Have you guys ever watched anything happen? Yeah. Have you guys seen anything or? Honestly, it, nothing terribly comes to mind. No. That, that, would and, you have noticed if it did? Prior to this, do you think you would have been on high enough alert to be like, that's kind of fucked up? You, you know what? I'll honestly say probably not because it's not something – and I'm generally not a nebby person. Yeah. Unless I've had a couple. In your own environment. Yeah. Right. Unless I've had a couple and I'm at a bar by myself. Then I'll start paying attention to other people's conversations. Well, yeah, then they just get funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and the other thing is if if I didn't hear something, I probably would have dismissed it as just a one-off. Just a, well, okay, well, that, yeah. that guy just sucks. And it's something you don't necessarily realize until you start hearing all the stories you coming it was out. the exception, not the rule. Exactly, exactly. And you start seeing this mountain of stories being put together. And you start to realize that that one-off is a one-off that has happened every day throughout this country. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that, you know, it's just a one jag off, you know, yeah, yeah. off his, you know, off his rocker yeah. that, no, this is something that is prevalent yeah. throughout yeah. the industry. And I used to really hope that it was a generational thing, that this was going to go away, that this was a boomer mentality that we were eventually going to outgrow Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just like whatever the minority might be people of color or um lgbt or women whatever it was like just that whole you know it's a white man dominated world and i really thought as we were getting older and we were getting you know younger millennials and gen z and stuff into the world that that would start to go but the problem is is that they learn from their predecessors and they're learning to impress that guy. And, oh, well, if I make fun of her, it's going to impress him. Like, and that, and that's what's becoming normalized. So we're not outgrowing it. We're just teaching it. So we need to, more than anything, normalize this conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, guys risk being called gay or the F word or, a, you know, a pussy or a sissy. Softer. or Yeah, risk it. It's worth it, yeah. honestly. And also, if there's a cute girl watching you do it, it's going to work. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't do it for that reason. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. But like, but seriously, just normalize the conversation. That's the biggest thing that you can do. Just like anything, you know, any civil rights issue, normalize the conversation. That is step one. Make it okay to have this conversation. Don't shy away from it, yeah. especially because, you know, chances are there are more good guys out there than bad. There mm-hmm. are more guys who want to be allies, who have mothers, sisters, daughters, whatever that they care about, who would be shattered if this happened to them. So say something. If you see it, make it known that that's not acceptable. You know, because, I mean, okay, worst case scenario, right? You see a brewer harassing a female bartender 
and you say something about it, maybe you get kicked out of that bar. But do you really want to give that guy your money anymore? Mm-hmm. So right. exactly. are you losing anything? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's always hard for like, if you're just an onlooker and you see something happening, especially if it's in a restaurant or brewery or bar setting. Yeah. Uh, like if you see management and, you know, the wait staff and you see something that seems kind of off, but you may not know what their relationship is. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that any female that I've ever met is not upset by the approach. If you if if you saw somebody just looking real friendly at Kelsey and you walked up to her and like, hey, that guy was getting a little handsy with you. If she's uncomfortable, she's going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And if she's not and she's like, oh, yeah, it's, we've been friends for like 20 years, she's going to tell you. But I've never met a female who is upset at the concept of a guy stepping up and like looking out for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never. Have you? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Yeah, it, it's something that's not really, I don't know. Unless it's a very obvious, like, crime. Right. Most of the time, yeah. I don't think people are willing to step in because they ju- they're just not sure of what the reaction would be. Yeah, and, and honestly, the level of, like, assault and harassment is subjective to a degree. You know what I mean? If, if I, if we're on mean girls and I call Kelsey a bitch. She's probably not going to be offended by it. You know what I mean? There's women that communicate with each other that way. I don't get it, but whatever, but they exist. (laughs) They're not offended by it. Hey bitch. (laughs) Yeah. That, that mentality. That's not me, but like, whatever. But like, like boo, you whore. Like, well, no, but okay. (laughs) Sure. Fine. Fuck it. Whatever. You know? So one person might not take that offensively and, you can just ask and you can do it, you know, unassumingly and you can do it without judgment. Hey, are you okay with her calling you a whore? Uh, no. Hey, okay. Let's not do that. Like, or, oh, you are? Huh? Okay, whatever. Your thing. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Fine. But at the same time, like, I personally, like my personal space, I don't like people to touch me. I don't like, it makes me uncomfortable. And I have met a lot of people who like to do that thing where they like, come at you from the side and they put one arm or hand on your shoulder when they're talking to you. Mm. That makes me so just don't touch me. But there are other people who are perfectly okay with that because it's not an inherently sexual thing to touch somebody's shoulder, especially if it's in conversation or whatever. And like, I don't like it. I'm not okay with it. To me, does that make me uncomfortable? Yes. Is it going to make somebody else uncomfortable? Maybe not. I don't know. So it is obviously subjective. So I can see how from a distance it's going to be hard to know that. But I do know that my friends know I don't like that. And if I'm not like comfortable saying something, which I'm me, so that's rare. But I've had friends who are just like, literally somebody's gone and put their hand on my shoulder. And my friends like, hey, she doesn't like being touched. And they'll say it. They'll just lay it out there. Oh, sorry. But then I always went in the back of my head, if I had said it, I wonder what would have happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. If you would have had said, if you yeah. were the one to mm-hmm. say it, yeah, would Where's, they still have tried? Yeah, I don't know. Would yeah, would they have been upset that they were told no by you, rather than a third party? I've met men who were upset when they were told no by me, and they it was at work, it was a work situation, and they went and tried to tell my supervisor that I was being insubordinate to somebody who outranked me. And thankfully, my supervisor was a really cool dude and just told me to stay the fuck away from that guy. But you know, I'm sure it happens where that's not the case and so you know if 
you're standing next to somebody in that situation and you see something that looks a little bit off, be the witness, be the advocate, be the voice, say something, you know, and then have the conversation about it. Tell your friends, hey, not fucking okay. Okay. Uh, well, I think uh, part of what's going on is that there has already been action taken, and you can see that a lot of uh, breweries' uh, power structures have definitely changed. Here in Pittsburgh, though, we do have something going on that is right in line with what Katie is saying about starting the conversation. It is a, it, it's kind of a joint effort between uh, Meg Seastead, the Pink Boot Society, and East End Brewing. Mm-hmm. And they started a series called This Is For Us and This Is For Them. It is for industry professionals only, but it is open to anybody who is in the brewing industri- uh, industry. They had an event on May 24th already that was called This Is For Us, which allowed all the uh, female and uh, feminine identifying members of the brewing community to come together and just speak, share, tell their stories, and begin to find ways to make safer spaces and you know i guess uh, bolster allyship as well you know just anything they can to find ways to move forward better uh, the other half of that is this is for them which is being held june 7th and this is for all the male and masculine uh presenting members of the brewing community uh, so again if you're part of that brewing industry whether it's front of house or back of house uh you know Feel free to go to that and, you know, just kind of be able to learn and think about how to move forward. Yeah. If nothing else, you'll end up learning, you know, how to start the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the hardest part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, this is also just uh, interestingly enough, it kind of just comes in line. We talked on episode 189, I believe, with the Pittsburgh Diversity Council. And they had already started this initiative to, you know, bring about these safer spaces. And part of that was they started the She Knows Beer initiative, uh, which was a collaboration between Necromancer, Trace, and the Pittsburgh Diversity Council. And that beer went on sale on Tuesday this week. So you can participate in that and proceeds of that will go to uh, Sisters PGH. It's an advocacy a group that allows people who are transitioning or trans people to find safe spaces to stay if they're in need. That's awesome. That's great. Right in line with when pride starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy pride month. It is pride month. Yeah. So yes, there, that was our serious conversation that, ha- we had, that we decided to have. In any of your readings, did you see anything about like what the Brewers Association's response to any of this has been? Or have they just been trying to handle that in-house handle that in-house it's a, it's been a lot of like fire control it, i didn't see anything yeah. substantive right yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I saw I, I saw a lot of suggestions uh from outside groups of like establishing a morality code mm-hmm. uh especially for things that you know a lot of things that go on that aren't necessarily illegal but still mm. it's also i saw a lot about uh, start, this starts the conversation for starting an actual union. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that. Interesting. Because, Very interesting. You know, because a lot of the failures were HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, and, yep. and the fact that breweries don't have HR. Right. Right. So if you have a union rep, then they you have somebody to go to. It's interesting. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was that was another part of the conversation I've seen happen, you know, because of that. Hmm. So the one thing I I will uh, correct you on, Steve, this was not our serious conversation. This was our start of a serious conversation. We okay. still have we still have more we have to talk about outside of the show. Sure. Whenever we go to breweries, whenever we go to distributors and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, like Katie said. Yeah. Don't yeah. let the don't let the fire die out on this one, guys. Right. We have to continue this. It's an uphill battle. Plus, here's the thing. There's a lot of female brewers out there. So if y'all want them to keep making you beer that you love, mm-hmm. have their back. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah. There's a lot, especially in the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned Necromancer. And that's Lauren Hughes. She's a hit brewer there and makes Seastead. She's brewing up in uh, North Country. And then we have... Uh, you know, intergroup has female members on their staff and just all throughout yeah. they're working front of house, back of house. People are trying to make their way into the brewing industry and they don't need other people making it harder on them. Right. Seriously. Cool. Okay. And now for a hard transition. Yeah, there's no I don't yeah. there's no easy there's way no to get back. Shining, smiling no. out of that the one. Se- the Segway Master has no segue <laughs> into the two phrase brewery. Yes. So we are simply going to do a, a hard change here. Um back to two phrase with their together better. Uh it's pretty good. Which yeah. it is pretty good. And honestly, to have a, a beer called Together Better in yeah. this segment, I think is rather apropos. Agreed. Because together when we had this conversation and we are Better because of it. Yep. So, two phrase. I thought they made a good beer. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. For a Kolsch style. Oh, oh here we go. For the style. For the style. <laughs> Y'all kill me. Yeah. yeah. It's well, a, well done, two phrase. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I enjoyed the little hot bitterness on the back end. I liked it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't dislike it. I just wasn't expecting it after the first one. Right. So. Yeah, that first this one, one had super been, clean. But conversely, if we'd had this one first and then the other one, I probably would have felt it was too sweet. Okay. So. Right. Well, then let's move on to the third and then we can decide how you feel about that one and see what, if you're surprised. It's awful. You don't know that. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> exactly. Don't listen to me. I don't know things. Well, you can you find don't drink that. and know things. Oh. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Fair. I don't watch Game of Thrones either. <laughs> I don't either. Not into soap Okay, I'll just, you know, stay on my Game of Thrones island. <laughs> Sorry, you got ostracized. I didn't watch Kelsey the Survivor <laughs> show either. I don't do islands. Hey, it's cool. Okay. All right. Did you watch Lost? No. Aw. Man, now you're out of the group. I love Lost. <laughs> you vote me off the island. It's fine. I don't give a shit. All right. Well, everybody can come back together for segment three where we have a third beer and we get to play a game that we have not done in a very long time. Yeah, if you're feeling a little heavy, come back for the lighter side of the show. Yes. <laughs> Segment three. Yes. And we will be right back. Hey, everyone. My name is Drew, and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch, where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff, and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. All right, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Segment three is here. We're doing coaches. We've done original stuff. We've done local stuff. And now it's time to kind of stretch our limits a little bit. 
I'm just going to say weird stuff. And weird I think stuff. It's supposed to be weird based on this can design. Yes. So, Katie, what are we getting into with segment three? What is the weird stuff we're getting in on? Modest Brewing Company from Milwaukee. Nope. Minneapolis, Minnesota. There Ooh. we go. No. There's so many M's. I'm sorry. And the can <laughs> is hard to read because it's stupid. Can is hard to read. <laughs> Modest Minneapolis, Minnesota, amongst the madness. Oh, so many M's. Oak aged Kolsch. Style. It doesn't say that. I know, but it should. Okay, but it doesn't say that. It, it just has says. To. It's not from Cologne. <laughs> you don't know. M's the rules. You don't know. Cologne. Were you, were you there? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Cologne, Minnesota. Oh, Christ, there's more M's. Kolsch with bark, Pilsner malt, Hoppel Sultana, and Howertow, Middlefra, and then aged in our oak butters. And that's it. That's the list. That's it. Fort Pitt, four and a half ABV. I got nothing for IBUs. I, got nothing I suspect either. there's not much. Dope. Because it's a Kolsch style. And the can is super trippy. It, yeah, I don't it like is. it. Cool. Take, take this away from me. I don't like <laughs> this. Yes. Let us empty the contents into our respective glasses. Give us, you the Google eye. <laughs> and let us evaluate thusly. All right. We have... <laughs> Kelsey's dying, but while she's doing that, we're going to okay. talk about what Let's this looks like. Let's talk about this beer. Yes, the this modest. is as clear as the first one, I think. Amongst the madness, an oak-aged coach. Oak-aged. It is clear? I think okay. this one's a lot lighter than the first two. I agree. Is it? It, it's <laughs> definitely lighter than the two-phrase. Yeah, definitely lighter than the two-phrase. Mm -hmm. I think it's lighter. This one like is... Like a real soft tinkle. <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid mm. any pee references. Yeah, so we made it to segment beers. three before we got there. It feels like someone's hydrated, but maybe not Adam's hydrated is lighter than mine. And yours is a lot clearer than mine, too. Adam's is cloudy. Well, I think I know why. I think because mine came from, from the bottom of the can. Yeah, I'm thinking because of this was hmm. in the, uh, uh, you know, it had to oak age and it's got the sediments and we should have rolled this but they didn't say to roll it because it's a kolsch right who rolls a kolsch i rolls a kolsch honestly all right let's try this yes. looks like beer Ta smells like beer no no <laughs> tastes like beer does it what the hell does this smell like i don't know oak no no barrel maybe age Age. age. It smells like age. It's musty. Like it's musty. <laughs> it's, it, what is that? It honestly smells a little white wine to me. Mm. Oh, I, I wouldn't know then that I would know. Really? To, it, to me. I, I, it does. It's not. It's the only thing I can pick, though. I'm not getting white wine. I'll be honest. I don't. I'm more of a, a red anything. wine myself. Yeah, I am. Kelsey, smell mine. Does mine smell like white wine? <laughs> <laughs> smell smell my beer. I drink white, Steve. <laughs> smell I'm definitely my beer. a red bitch. <laughs> I just know you drink more wine than I do. I drink no wine. Put your pinky down. Unless it's <laughs> No, embrace it. Embrace it. <laughs> Put your middle finger down. Nope. <laughs> be who you are. You were supposed to be bougie the whole episode. <laughs> I get maybe some shard notes in there. Shard notes. Like some Chardonnay. Just dust that shoulder. Up. Yeah, see, I <laughs> I don't know wine enough. I just know basic white in the red. Catalina wine. <laughs> Kelsey got shard notes. The only wines I drink are blue. <laughs> That's called Boone's Farm. I know. Oh. Still or, wine. <laughs> or Mad Dog if you're feeling fancy. Also still a wine. I haven't felt that fancy since I was 22, and I'll never feel that fancy again. <laughs> Who should be drinking this? <laughs> Does anybody think this has a lot of flavor? No. It has. It has. Did some you expect more? I expected, I expected a lot more. Yes. Okay. It's a little disappointing in the flavor department for sure. It's not bad. 
No, it's not bad. I don't feel like they called their shot, but like. I'm getting like no barrel. Yeah, no, no. barrel. Very little barrel. No hook. No hook. Let's wait and see what happens. Yes. Let's let, let it breathe. <clears throat> then in the it's meantime. Not wine, Kelsey. <laughs> just let it breathe. <laughs> it is time to bring back an absolute classic of a game that we have not had on here in eons. Yay, what do we get to lose tonight? Yes. Nothing. Oh. This is a game called Beer Fight. Oh, yes. Yes. I don't know if I remember Kelsey, Katie, this. I don't know that you have actually played this game with us before. I don't know. Yeah, we're not sure who has and who hasn't. I know that Steve has. Yes, and I've know, done it. And I know that I have. Yes. That's actually, that's I've very surprising this. information <laughs> that you two have played this game that you two invented on your show. Who would have thought? Definitely not me. Shocking. But the way that we play Beer Fight is I will give you two beer names Mm -hmm. and you have to tell me which one will actually win in a fight. This is not a fight amongst the beers themselves. No, I've done this. But it is about the names or what they represent. I've done this. Have you done it on the show or have you done it in the car with yourself listening to the show? Mm. 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 (laughs) Mmm. I think How I've do done- you know where I listen to the podcast? <laughs> it's just where most people listen to podcasts. <laughs> my I commute's listen. like 10 minutes. It takes a while to get through an episode. <laughs> I listen at my desk. There you go. Um, I don't listen at all. You listened to the one that you weren't on. I know. Because yeah. I wasn't on and I wanted to see what was going on. I told you. Oh, the one listen. that I was late to? So he's not going to listen. He's going to listen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I said, all the other ones, I know I was there. You knew what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I um, synced it. I think I've played this in person with you guys. But I've also played it in my car (laughs) or (laughs) at my desk. (laughs) And there is no shame in that. Thank you. So, Kelsey, you get to go first. Oh, goody. And your options are The Truth by Flying Dog versus Little White Lie by Russian River Brewing Company. Mm. We're getting a little abstract right out of the gate. A little bit. I mean, a whittle. A A little white (laughs) lie. Wow. A little white lie the mm-hmm. versus the tooth. The tooth. The tooth. Um, well, a little white lie can become a larger lie, but that gets very difficult to uphold mm-hmm. unless you're a master liar, which I don't recommend anyone cops to being. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you will ultimately lose out to the truth in the end. It always comes out. No matter how much you try to hide something, no matter how good you think you are at concealing something, the truth always comes out and the truth always wins. Yeah, it's a fact. Bam. The truth will Just set same. you free. Bam. I deserved a, a Z snap. <laughs> snap in a Z formation. For you? I will. Thank you. I like You're it. Welcome. I like appreciate So, Katie, are you ready for yours? No. Well, too bad. All right. Your combatants are Business in the Front by Crooked Hammock out of Lewes, Delaware versus Party in the Back by Dunlow Brewing of Davis, California. So Business in the Front versus Party, Party in, in the, the back. back. Party in the Back. Why? Because it ruins the business in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that because of the party in the back that no one will take you seriously? Even if you got business in the front. Correct. I think that's a solid answer. Yeah. I think that's a solid answer. Yeah. Any rebuttals? No, I yield my time. 
<laughs> Thank you to the senator from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Hold on, let me do it again then. <laughs> no, I'll yield my time. Is our, ne- is our next senator of Pennsylvania taller than you? No, mm. we're about the same size. We're the Bash Brothers. I wonder. <laughs> yes. We need to have him on the show. <laughs> oh my God, I'd die. How awesome would that be? I just want to <laughs> hug him. I don't know if I want to hug him or his wife more. I love them so much. Why not both? <sighs> How about both of them and a bag of Funyuns? <gasps> All the Funyuns. All the Funyuns. Uh, Sheets, motherfucker. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I digress. Steve Stern. We're all fangirling right now. Please excuse us. And that's okay. Also, vote for John Fetterman. Okay. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? Uh-huh. Your combatants are Bigfoot by Sierra Nevada. Uh-huh. Versus Gravedigger by Working Class Brewery of Cleveland, Ohio. Shit. <laughs> I mean, well... Bigfoot's been gone for years. <clears throat> Bigfoot is actually still around. Just it was gone for years, though. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot was gone for years. Gravedigger's always been. Except for that time the Goldberg truck came along and had a run. Are these monster trucks? They are. Yep. See, I know things. <laughs> I was going to say, did you watch the Sasquatch doc on Hulu? <laughs> no, I don't have Hulu. Do you want it? Yeah, do you want it? I thought that was spare. I mean, I'll ask about it. <laughs> I'll ask about it later. Right now, I'm watching that queue into the storm dock. Just for clarity, oh. though, if anybody's listening, we don't That's actually share our login information. Yeah, so. no. Yeah. We would never do such a thing. Yeah. Never. <laughs> we live together. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like Grave Digger has been a long run. It's been never stopped. Never stopped stopping. Everybody loves Grave Digger. It's got the red headlights. Yeah. It just, just much like Hulk Hogan, Bigfoot does not have the same Americana appeal. Oh. Like, oh. like in the 80s and 90s, you could talk about Bigfoot and Hulk Hogan. Everybody would be like, yeah, woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's just not the same. Everybody's in the dark and being metal. <laughs> so what you're saying Ooh, is. being metal. If we were talking Roadhouse, it'd I be Bigfoot. That's what you sound like. At a huh? If we were talking Roadhouse, it'd be Bigfoot. We're in Roadhouse times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If it was Roadhouse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swayze would be all driving. Yeah. Well, Bigfoot was in Roadhouse. I Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It was. Yeah. You remember when he drove right through the dealership? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. That was Bigfoot. Was it was. That. Yeah. It was big and blue with a Ford. It's been a long time since I've seen him. I watched it at AMC last week. It it's got Terry Funk in it, too. It's on AMC. That's where we're at in this world. That's right. It's got so, Terry Funk in it, too, in a bunkhouse match. I don't even know what you just said. I do, and I feel bad. Okay. So, Gravedigger, the pride of Dennis Anderson. It's home in Kill Devil Hills, yeah. North Carolina. Is the champion? Yeah, I like it. Gravedigger wins. I like it. Gravedigger does, in fact, win. Gravedigger rules. And between the two, that's the only one I've actually seen in person. Gravedigger fucking yes. rules. I've seen I've seen Bigfoot in person. I've never seen Bigfoot in person. Yeah, I've seen Big to. Show in person, but that's different. Yeah, that's a big person. He's fucking. <laughs> Kelsey, are you ready for your next combatants? Sure. He was almost as big as Andre the Giant. There, it is. there we go. All right. <laughs> All right, Kelsey. Two old wrestlers. (laughs) Your combatants are Rosie the Riveter by Brewery de Molen of the Netherlands versus Kilroy by Little Miss Brewing of San Diego, California. Kelsey doesn't get that why those are matched together, I bet. (laughs) Oh. I get it. That was a me one. That wasn't a me one. Should have saved that one. I get it, but. (laughs) Would you like an explanation? For the second one, yes. yes. Rosie the Riveter, everybody knows. She is a true American icon. Kilroy is one of the original memes 
and was used during World War II by American soldiers. If I see it, I'll know it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. Go on. Keep keep explaining. And it was a, a crude drawing of a bald man sticking his nose and his fingers over oh, yes. a wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it signified that American soldiers had been in that spot. Yes. Now that I see it what it is. Just, it actually started on the construction of naval ships. The first ones that they found were buried deep on naval ships and places where, like, you didn't find them until the ship got blown to pieces. Oh, so it was, like, during the construction of them. Fascinating. Um, well, now that I know what that so, little image's name is... Mm-hmm. Still taking Rosie the River. <laughs> <laughs> Empowered females for the win. Yeah. That's just a badass image that is transcendent really time. <laughs> it is. Yes, Rosie the Riveter is what a I look true like at work when I wear coveralls. American icon. I don't think we have any disagreements on that one. Nope. I would only add that Kilroy, I believe, just looks like the, the prototype for a Ziggy, and Ziggy sucks. <laughs> mm. It reminds me of those things that you squeeze and their eyes pop out, Bloop. like the stress wow. ball thing. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Also, He's th- also just like a little creeper, like creeping up mm. over. Like, I don't think he's creepy. We a creeper, but I don't think he's creepy. No, creeper, not yeah. creepy. Also, I think back in the 80s, creeper remember the creepy. trucks had those bug flectors? Mm-hmm. Those yeah. translucent bug flectors. I think Kilroy yeah. was on those, those as well. Those were on a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Way before Calvin peed on things. Yeah. No, that was God. the predecessor. Oh, my gosh. Calvin peeing on things is exhausting. And this has been Nostalgia with Hop Nation USA <laughs> featuring this car has accessories. Been, this <laughs> has been things that you find on mirrors at the carnival when you throw yeah. the balloon There's darts. Some heavy 90s references in this episode. <laughs> heavy, but I'm, I'm here for it. All right. What do I got? Okay. Your combatants are Fresh Prince by Birmingham District Brewing Company of Birmingham, Alabama versus Urkel. Of the St. Elmo Brewing Company out of Austin, Texas. I need clarification. It I is spelled Urkel? the same. Yes, not Urkel. Urkel. No, Urkel. <laughs> Fresh Prince, hands down, done. Explain oh. your answer. I just want your reasoning. I don't disagree. I'm just curious as to your reasoning. Just pure charm. Yeah. All right. There is something so endearingly nerdy about Urkel, though. But it is so the like, Fresh Prince. The caveat is that Urkel had the ability to destroy an entire fucking house completely on accident and then do, Did the, I do yeah, that. And then do that. <laughs> but Will messed everything up all the time. Yeah. And then came back and redeemed himself without having to transform into another human being. Also true. So I counterpoint, mean, he had DJ Jazzy Jeff with him. No, he didn't. He always got thrown out. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. And it was always the same shot every single time. That reunion was so sweet. There was a reunion? Fresh Prince reunion. Yeah. When? A couple months ago. Six months ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was really good. Huh. And now you have something to do tomorrow. Yay. (laughs) Did anybody watch the Friends reunion? Also very good. Was it really? It was. I I heard that it wasn't like an actual episode. That it was more of like a reflection on the series. Fresh Prince is the same thing. Oh, it was? Yeah, it's just a reflection on the series and them just coming together and talking about things that they do or don't recall. And Oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny that, like, there's entire episodes that some of them don't remember. And the really? other ones remember word for word. Yeah. It's bizarre. But they all remember Pivot. <laughs> Pivot? I hated that episode. <laughs> hated it. Oh, Ross is so easy to hate. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, and they all hated the monkey. 
Really? They all hated the monkey. I monkeys mean, are shits. That's probably why yeah. they hated the monkey. They're yes. wild. Yeah. They all hated Marcel. Yeah. That was the monkey's name, Marcel. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch this. I was you on should. the fence about it. You should. It's good. All right, then. And impressive that Jennifer Aniston's the only one that doesn't age. She really doesn't. She really doesn't. It's where all our money goes. Staying youthful. They all have money. But that's where her money goes. Right. Everybody else spends money on things like houses. Right. I believe that Jennifer well, Aniston lives in a box. <laughs> I believe they all earn like $20 million a year based on just syndication royalties. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I made some left fucking turns in life, man. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. All right, what do you got for Steve? Steve. <clears throat> and you are the final combatant pair. It's Terry Funk. Damn it. It is not. There is no Terry Funk. There is no Honky Tonk Man. There is, fi- <laughs> there is no Manimal. None He's fighting that. Dusty Rhodes at the Palladium. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Loser leaves town match. I don't understand. <laughs> You're better for it. Trust okay. me. <laughs> all right. Is this all WWE? F. WWE. Actually, WWF. That's all territory. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your combatants are the Shadow Raptor. Uh-huh. By toppling Goliath of Decorah, okay. Iowa, uh-huh. versus the Fighting Falcon by Sun River Brewing of Sun River, Oregon. Oh, hey, see, see, I understand that like the raptor is a bird, mm-hmm. but if you're talking shadow raptor, I'm just taking it like a ninja dinosaur. I would assume so, yeah. These are airplanes. Could, that could be that too. I don't know. <laughs> That's up to you to decide. <laughs> I'm making the decision. They, it's a real aggressive falcon fighting a ninja raptor oh, that's a dinosaur. That's, yeah, that's even. Uh, that's obvious. Yeah. Toppling Goliath wins. No toppling this Goliath. Ooh. <laughs> oh, but I'm ting. Wow. This is a big ass dinosaur. <laughs> is it a big ass dinosaur? Raptors are surprisingly small. They I are. They, what are they? They got still up to stand at like six foot. Feet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me. Yes, those dinosaur arms. I guess it also Thanks. depends on <laughs> depends on which raptor too. Because well, here's the thing: if you're looking at the Velociraptor that was used in Jurassic Park, that was not a Velociraptor. That was too big. That, that was, was more Utah of a Utah raptor. raptor yes, yeah, it was a Utah raptor. Mm-hmm. It was big as what was on the movie. Yeah, yeah. The Velociraptor. Those is like three, four feet tall. Right. But that's still big enough to take down a bird. Biggest chickens. Yeah. I used to want a Hyundai Veloster, and I was gonna get the license plate to say Raptor, so that I had a Veloster Raptor. Yes. That's my whole story. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I want that <laughs> so much. Like getting an Explorer and getting a license plate that says Dora the. Uh. <laughs> Thank you for mine was better. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh. It only counts if the Explorer is pink. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. And it has navigation. That way you can say, I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. And then so far and so forth. Right. And then after I steal Steve, your tires. After Steve picks one, you're going to have a lot of explaining to do. All right. Pick oh. one. Shadow Raptor. Okay. You're going Shadow Raptor? Yeah. Okay. Right. Go ahead. What? 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 So there's a character on Dora the <laughs> no, Explorer. Okay. No, no, no. No, let's called, back up. How, why? How do you, do you know, know so much about Dora the Explorer? You really want to know why? Yeah. yeah. Comedians talking about it. <laughs> I'll accept that answer. Yeah, I accept that. Yeah. Believe it was Brian Regan. That's a good answer. Okay. All right. Fair. All right. So I know the Blue Clues male song, and it's not because of comedian. <laughs> babysitting in high school. <laughs> yep. But yes, I, I believe it was a bit by Brian Regan. 
Okay. Uh, talking about how the music director had to come up with a song, but he totally forgot about it until 30 seconds before the meeting. So oh, it so just, it's a shit song. He just, it's not good. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm tracking. Yeah. yeah. And there you go. That's why I know that sort of thing. There you go. Okay. Because of other people's jokes. Yeah. Good reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you play Beer Fight. Beer Fight. Beer Fight. Beer Fight. Beer I believe fight. that we all won. Hooray. About fucking time. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody gets a third of a victory, but we're rounding up. Yay. Yay. So everybody gets a whole victory. Okay. If you round mm-hmm. a third up to one, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's incorrect. Uh, I don't care. I'm <laughs> running the game. <laughs> it's my rule book. I say what goes. Welcome to Beer Math. <laughs> beer Math with Adam on today's episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You just round the tip up the the dollar. (laughs) There you go. Everybody gets a victory. So congratulations, everyone. Yay. Well done. Well done. Hurrah. So we've had a little bit of extra time for this amongst the magnets. Magnets? Magnets. Mm -hmm. I mean, looking at this can, you can see why I said magnets. Yeah. Amongst the magnets. It's really easy to mispronounce the words on that can. It is. The art is awful. Hard to read. Make your eyes. The art is debatable as art. Yes. The coach. What is art? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Warhol pissed on a canvas, flipped another canvas on top of it, hung on a wall, and made a lot of money off of it. I don't fucking know. He also painted soup. (laughs) (laughs) Green printed soup. Yeah. And cows and Elvis and Marilyn Monroe. He was the original. Grandstand glass maker. <laughs> Painted can't see. And then he got a bridge for free. Yeah. I mean, he was super dead after that happened. Or before yeah. that happened, rather. Posthumous bridge. Posthumous bridge. Band name called it. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we think of this modus brewing amongst the madness? It was beer. It it's was. Fine. It was. It was beer. It mm-hmm. was something. Beer. Beer? Yeah. Beer. For yeah. all the bells and whistles, I was not as impressed. Yeah. I felt let down. It was a huge letdown. It yeah. it on it does taste Kolschish. Mm-hmm. Sure. It has that Kolsch color. Yeah, it gives Kolsch vibes. Yeah, yeah, sure. But if you're gonna call your shot as oak aged, I want some oak. Have some barrel. aged. Mm-hmm. Have something. Agreed. Let me taste that tree. <laughs> All right. Um. All right, Steve. Why don't you uh, put these bad boys on a podium? Sure. What's your bronze, what's silver, what's gold? Sure, pretty easy. Uh, bronze goes to the modest amongst the madness uh, because of what we just said. It tastes fine. It's not too, too impressive. Uh, too, too. You don't taste the barrel. You don't taste the oak age. Uh, yeah, so it's not there. So it overpromises and underdelivers, and the can art makes your eyes crazy. It's making me angry. <laughs> or angry if you're killing Katie. Whoever I am today. <laughs> or as my grandmother would call me, you know your name. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> We've just merged into like one entity. Right. It's fine. Uh, silver I'm going to give to the two phrase together better. It's a pretty good beer. I enjoyed the little hop resin on the back end. And yeah, it's uh, nice, easy, drinkable. Could pull a lot down. Gold, though, goes to the Reichsdorf Kolsch because it's an OG and it's really, really super clean and super drinkable. Like, yeah, every other beer is trying to be it. Now you know why. Yep. Yep. It just is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree. 
my stack up is the exact same. Um, I'm just having trouble getting over how mad this can is making me. <laughs> but the uh, give me the can. <laughs> Sorry, it's not making you mad. <laughs> the amongst the madness oak aged Kolsch from Modest Brewing Company. Um, just like Steve said, they called their shot and missed. Mm. It does give Kolsch vibes, but it is that's it. I mean, if they had just said Kolsch, maybe I'd reconsider. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. The uh, next, I would say. Silver is two phrase brewery together better. Uh, I think they kind of hit it. Honestly, it, it would be a toss up to say which one I liked better. It's just that there's just a little bit of hop on the back of that that just didn't quite do it for me. But like I said before, had I had that one first, I might have felt different. Hmm. And then my gold is the Reisdorf Kolsch. And uh, just honestly, just really pleasant, easy to drink. It, could end up being kind of tricky because you could drink that like water and, you know, because I have. And then you're drunk and you don't know where you're going to dinner, or how you got here, or what's going on. And you're lost in Germany trying to ride a bike. <laughs> it's a true story. Not necessarily successfully. <laughs> I got on the bike eventually. I hadn't ridden a bike in like 20 years and the bike was adjusted for somebody much taller than me. Ooh. And it would not adjust lower. And... It was comical, to say the least. It was a rough stop, but I mean, I, I got where I was going. You figured it out. Yeah, I got where I was going. Yeah. So so that's it. Well, that's my goal. Nice. Kelsey? I'm going to make it a three for three podium so far. My bronze is going to the Amongst the Madness. I'm not going to say anything new, so I'm just going to agree with what Katie and Steve have already said. The silver goes to two phrase together better. This has been a really great introduction to the brewery itself for me. Like I, I liked this beer. I mm -hmm. had it maybe not been up against the, the rice dwarf. I probably would have been in my gold. Yeah. Um, but against the rice dwarf, it just didn't stack up to the OG, but this has been a really great introduction. I'm really excited to see what else they're brewing and putting out in the next couple months, years, you know, as long as they're around. So yeah. I mean, Kudos I, to them. <laughs> the the last kind of three, I mean, well, not last three, but I mean, with Two Phrase and Necromancer, both are putting out a lot of old styles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so is Old Thunder. I just, I know there's breweries that opened in between Old Thunder and Two Phrase. <laughs> I wanted to say last three, but I know there's got to be yeah. more. In. <laughs> but yeah, we're seeing, a, we, we're seeing the re-emergence of a lot of older styles. Which I'm so here for. I'm so too. here for. I'm looking forward to. I'm excited for. I'm excited to see how they're yeah. going to take it, embrace it, make it their own. Yeah. So. I get weird looks when I'm like, oh, I just want beer flavored beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I just, just want beer flavored beer. Yeah. Old styles are just. I'm over the fruity stuffs. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what yeah. else they put out. And then my gold goes to the rice dwarf, Kolsch. It is. It's the OG Kolsch. It's what a Kolsch should be. Mm -hmm. It is a gold standard of a Kolsch, in my opinion. So nice job, Germany. Nice job, Cologne. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm sure they really needed a podcast in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> to tell them that. To tell them all that. Well, yes. you know what? That's they, what I'm telling them. But look, we do have a lot of listeners in Germany. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe they actually are glad to hear that we appreciate their beer over what we are. I'm sure training, they are. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Adam, what says you? I says the same thing that everybody else has says. This clean is, sweep this tonight. This is a 100% clean sweep. We are in agreement. 
Uh, I don't need to get into it any further. Uh, everybody else at this table has said everything uh, very succinctly and correctly about these three beers. Um, yeah, so if you have any, any thoughts of what my opinions were, just go back and listen to what the other three said, because they already said it. Hit the back 30 seconds button. Just listen to Kelsey again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. So clean sweep. Nice. Nice. Dope. All right, then. Well, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and they'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Apple, Google. What else are we on? Player FM, Podbean, other things. Just look us up. Anything that starts in pod and ends in cast, we're on those platforms as well. And if you're on any of them, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than making cultures outside of Cologne. You're going to get in trouble. It's going to tell. <laughs> tell. Tell. But uh, yes, thanks again to Katie and Kelsey, forming Casey once again coming in as guests and helping us drink our beer. It was tough, but yeah, it was, we made it through. It so did. tough to drink some beer and hang out with everyone. <laughs> it has been a pleasure. <laughs> hang out with people without masks and mm-hmm. at oh, a table in crazy person. Crazy vaxxed kids. Living that vax life. <laughs> That's right. We're all vaxxed, waxed, and well, yeah, some of us are ready to smash. Some of us are ready for a nap. <laughs> so ready for a nap. Some of us are just ready for Spicy Boy Summer. Spicy yeah. Boy Summer. <laughs> so yeah. with that, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for coming on the show. We'll see you next week. We're going to do something else. Bye-bye. We'll be on location. Intent. Nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. Take a lesson in one week. Halloween is forever. Let me teach you about (laughs) (laughs) self-love. Only pain.